Welcome everyone to Truth 101. I want to thank you all for taking the time out to listen, watch, share. Amen. Make sure you're checking it out on YouTube. And um, also you can listen to it while you're on your way to and from work, to and from the gym, wherever, on the road, at Apple Podcasts. And also I'm on Anchor and Spotify. So lots of different ways to get you a word. It's just very helpful to get a word every day. Like me, I get up, I read a devotion. And sometimes that may be all the reading I do for the day because life is so busy, I'm going to be honest. But um, there's other days where I want to press in and I want to read a little bit more and I want to really commune with God. The best way to get to know God is by spending time with him. And so that's why we do this. That's why we get on Truth 101. That's why we listen. That's why I share because um, it helps gain knowledge and knowledge definitely will help us to be prepared for whatever comes our way. So um, last week I had Bill and Jackie on Shout out to Bill and Jackie. I appreciate you guys for spending time with me here. Um, they are with Life Recovery Ministry at North Star. So make sure you find them on um, Facebook. If you have not seen the episode um, that we posted on both Facebook and YouTube last week, check it out. They have an amazing ministry um, where it's um, spiritually uh, based, but they welcome everyone. So whether you haven't um, determined if you're a spiritual being or not, or if you haven't identified, it's totally fine. If you just want to find some like-minded individuals to hang around with and um, help you through your recovery, I strongly recommend their program. Amen. So today we're going to talk about something that I think is very important for us to understand in our in the, in our walk with the Lord, because. If we don't understand things, we tend to shine away from them. We tend to reject it before we um, really even give it any consideration because we have a lack of knowledge. There's a space of ignorance in that area, right? So I just want to inform you all while ministering to myself, because this is something that I have to constantly remind myself, because it can discourage you. It can turn you away. It can make you just give up. It can make you hate God. You know, if I could be transparent today, it can. So we need to um, talk about this because we're trying to be prepared and live our best life and walk into the greatest season of our lives in 2022. Man, the best way to do that is to be prepared. So this, the uh, title today of this is going to be Many Are the Afflictions of the Righteous. Now, it actually comes from a scripture um, in Psalms. It's Psalms 34, 19, and I'm going to read it from the King James Version, and we're going to talk about it because it's a real thing. You know, you could be trying to do your absolute very best, be good to people, be good in life, pay your tithes, you know, help people when they need you, never curse nobody, and yet you suffer, and it hurts, and then you start to grow resentments towards people, towards God, it's real, and so you're not alone, that's what, just what I want to tell you, it's very real, you're not alone, and it's okay, it's a part of the process, so the scripture says here, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers, delivereth him out of them all. So when we talk about affliction, afflictions are, is something that causes pain or suffering, right? Or both. Sometimes we go through these things and it, it hurts so bad and you're like, man, I've been faithful. I've been serving God. Lord, why are you allowing me to go through this, God? What have I done so bad to deserve this, right? And we're not talking about um, 
when you're living, we're not talking about karma or reaping what you sow. We're not talking about that because that has a place in our walk also, especially if we're just coming over to Christ. If we're just converting over, you might get a lot of that backlog from the stuff that you did in your previous life. And that's okay because that's that's reaping what you sow. But we are talking about when you're living right and bad things happen. That's what we're talking about. You're out of that. You know, you've been living good. You've been doing good. And you're trying to be righteous. Righteous means of a person or conduct, morally right or justifiable, virtuous. So you, what you do is right. Everything that you do, you're trying to walk the way that God wants you to walk, but yet you get attacked. So the first thing I want to share with you talking about this is going to be 1 Peter. 1 Peter 5.10. Let me get that pulled up here. It says, and the God of all grace who call you to his eternal glory in Christ. After you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. Now, I know some of us has been going through seasons of years, right? We're like, when? When is it going to happen, God? Because this has been going on 10 years, and I'm still going through the same things. I'm still getting hurt. But yet and still, I'm still being faithful. I'm still coming to you. I'm still not doing an eye for eye here. I'm letting you handle everything, God. When, right? That's that's what we want to know. We want to know when. When is this going to stop? But it says here, after you have suffered a little while. So our timing is not like God's timing. Amen. We may feel like it's been an eternity and in God's timing, it's been five minutes, amen? So we have to make sure that we are trusting in the Lord with all of our heart while going through this. Because if you're not giving your trust to God, basically you're worrying about something that you have no control over. If you've given it up to God and you're at a place in your life where you live righteous, but yet you're suffering, trust what God has said. You will suffer a little while, but then... He himself will restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. And I got the definition for steadfast. Steadfast means resolutely or dutifully firm and unwavering. Okay, so now you've been going through these trials and tribulations for 10 years. God brings you out of that. And he makes you to a place where certain things don't even bother you no more. You're like, oh, whatever you know what i mean it doesn't matter to you anymore because you've already been through this you've already experienced god pulling you out of this god has already given you the strength he's giving you the knowledge he's giving you the experience these last 10 years so now going forward certain things that used to bother you they won't bother you no more certain things you used to feel like was an affliction it's not an affliction anymore because you have been built for this amen so trust in god and trust that his purpose will always be bigger than the pain that you are feeling. So we move on to um, talk about God allows us to go through certain things. The first reason why he does that is to prepare us. Amen. God lets us go through things to prepare us. And it says right here, got the scripture, in Romans. Romans 5.35. I'm getting tongue-tied, y'all. Sorry. Romans 5, 3 through 5, amen, is to prepare us. So it says, not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God loves 
has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Amen. So maybe I'll read it one more time so you'll understand exactly what it's saying. Not only that, but we rejoice in our suffering. So God has already said it here that we are going to go through suffering. We are going to experience pain and affliction. Knowing that suffering produces endurance, right? Now you have suffered through something hard. It can only get easier, right? After I've suffered through um, being broke, right? Once I be broke again, it's not going to affect me like it affected me before because I know that it's God's plan. I know that God has me. I trust God and God has pulled me out of this before. So I see God's goodness. Amen. So it's okay. I'll go through this, God. It's that an endurance produces character. The character produces hope. My hope is that whatever I'm going through, God will pull me through. God will give me a favorable outcome in this. I just need to go through this right now so that this can prepare me for what God has coming for me. Amen. And hope does not put us to shame. I'm not shameful because I ended up broke because this was part of God's plan. Remember, this is about the righteous. So that means you paid your tithes. You're paying your bills. You came up on a hard space. You got laid off from your job. Someone in your family got COVID. So you had to stop working and stay there to take care of them. God forbid you experienced the death in your family. Amen. You wasn't able to go to work. You had other things to do. So you've done everything up until this point, right? So my hope is that just like God brought me through before, Knowing that I'm living right and I'm living for God, I know for a fact he's going to come through for me now. That's the hope, amen? Because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So remember that it's to prepare us. The second reason why is that he gives us experience, right? First Peter, let me get that pulled up. First Peter 4, 12 through 13 says, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice in so far as you share Christ's sufferings, that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. Don't be surprised at the stuff that you're about to go through. AKA, Lord, why me? How could you possibly let this happen to me? And I'm not making light of no one's situation because we all have different afflictions. They all hurt at different levels. Some things are like, okay, I can see I'm going to get through this. And some things are like, okay, God, I don't see no way I'm getting through this. God, I can't. I just can't. I don't have the strength. I just won't be able to do it. Amen. And I get that too. But it says, here, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you. Right? It's coming to test you. That's why we need these tools that we're going to talk about today so that we can be prepared and ready for the test. Or if you're currently in the test, so you know how to proceed in the test. Amen. Because this is the thing. We worry about things that we have no control over. Amen. God has the final say so. So we stress ourselves out, kill ourselves internally by stressing, weakening our immune systems, we're messing up relationships because we're focusing on things that we don't have no control over. What you can focus on is this word and your relationship with God, lining up to do what it is that God has set forth for you to do, including go through your afflictions and pain. Amen. So it says, beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you. As though something strange were happening to you. This ain't strange. We know that we have to go through these things. Amen. But rejoice. Insofar as you share Christ's sufferings, we're going to talk about the way that Christ suffered. Let's remind you about his walk, right? He walked 
all these different places and people hating him for no reason. That's because he came about just because he showed up. Like, hold on, who is he the son of man? I'm supposed to be the son of man. I'm supposed to be the king around here. Who is he to show up and have this title? Hating him just for that. That's for his name, amen? People are going to hate you and come against you just because of your name. And man, you ain't had to do nothing to nobody. They don't like you no way. But that's why we don't do things to serve people. We do things to serve God. Moving on. That you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. At the end of the day, you know that God's glory is going to shine. It's going to shine brighter than any affliction you have experienced. Any pain that you have suffered. Amen. His glory is bigger than it all. Amen. So moving along, I just want to encourage you, you know what I mean? Because we go through things and it don't make sense. And we're all like, oh no, if it was the God, God would not allow this to happen. Indeed he would. Amen. And it's not to hurt you. So moving on to number four. Number four is for us, three, sorry. We go through certain things to strengthen us, right? Because we know, like we just said, some things we just can't see us making through. We're like, God, if you yourself don't come down here and drag me through this, it ain't happening. Well, Philippians 4.13 says this, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. What does that look like though, right? If I just sit here and I say that and I do nothing, where can Christ interject? But if I move forward as if then I've already received it, as in if I already have the victory, that's when I give Christ the opportunity to come in and strengthen me. Amen. Even though I'm weak, I am going to keep walking forward. I'm not going to go back because if I go back, I never leave room for him to come in and help me. But if I go forward, at some point, Christ is going to come in and he is going to give me the strength. He is going to clear my path. He is going to make a way for this to happen. So understand, you cannot see the strength that God has for you if you don't allow the strength to work. Amen. If you just give up, you're not allowing Christ to strengthen you at all. Simple. That one's really simple. If you give up, you never give it an opportunity to even show. Amen. Moving on. Now, number four, it builds our faith. So let's talk a quick moment about what exactly is faith, right? Because we need to have an understanding of that. Faith is complete trust or confidence in someone or something, right? So faith is the assurance of things hoped for. So we hope for these things, but we haven't seen them yet, amen? But I have faith that this will be, right? Like you can have a whole lot of faith when you uh, sharing them Facebook uh, memes about how God is going to fill your bank account. Oh, I received that, amen, with the praise of hands, right? Make sure you're receiving this word too and have faith that God will pull you through whatever it is that you are going through. So James 1, um, 2 through 4 says this, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. So it won't be just one thing. You might get hit back to back to back to back to back to the point where you're literally crawling on your knees. You are crying. You have nothing else left to give, God. Help me. But if you could just shift your perspective, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance, that perseverance finishes work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. How can I know anything if I don't go through something? How many of us don't listen to somebody that's going to come to you and say, oh, I completely understand how you feel, but never been through nothing? How? 
How can we help somebody if we ain't never been through nothing? This is what this scripture is saying, because you'll know the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. See, I'm in a place where I'll, I still have plenty of room to grow, but there's a lot of spaces that I am mature in where I can help someone else, right? You want to talk to me about parenthood? I can help you out. You want to talk about domestic abuse? I can help you out. You want to talk about drug abuse? I can help you. You get what I'm saying? You want to talk about um sexual molestation? I can help you out. You see what I mean? You have to have some of these tools so that you can help other people. And let's remember that's what this is all about, right? God could have saved you and took you on home, but instead he left you here so that you can save other people, amen? So remember, it's not all about us. This is why. This is why it's important to have these tools. Don't let everything that you go through go to waste. Don't let you be shot and stabbed and laid in a hospital clinging on to life and God deliver you from that. That's to be something that makes you tough. Let it be something that saves other people, that prevents other people from getting shot and stabbed. Amen. That's, that's, that's what it is about. And so let's move on. Sorry about the background noise. It's my granddaughter. See what I mean? I could, I could share some things about you. I try to get her to be quiet, but she just won't listen, y'all. So <laughs> she's four. What do I do? But this is the word. And I'm not going to let any distraction stop us from receiving this word because we will suffer afflictions and afflictions stop people dead in their tracks. I have seen so many people that's on fire for the Lord. They going, they gone. They, they uh, ain't trying to hear nothing. And as soon as those back to back trials and tribulations start to happen they just fall off the face of the map so let me encourage you let me encourage you that it's going to happen but let me also encourage you if god before you then nothing can be against you amen no matter what it looks like so that was james one two and four talking about perseverance talking about persevering through things right now number five it gives the opportunity for others to see his works through you. So maybe you're saying, well, I don't want that. <laughs> I, I really don't care to have other to have God's works shown through me, right? I don't I don't want to have that responsibility, right? You don't want to have to suffer on the behalf of God. Okay. And I get that. Some people feel that way. I've heard people say, well, you know, this person died and I didn't want to sacrifice this person to God. Why did God take this person for me? I understand. So let me just share this one scripture with you. 1 John 1 7 says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. I don't know about you, but I got a whole lot of sin. Amen. Now, I can make it right by fellowshipping and loving on my brothers and sisters and showing God's light through me to clean some of that up. Guess what? I'm all with it. Sign me up. Amen. So you want to live your best life, you have to line up with God. You can make all the plans that you want to. You can be exceeding and excelling in what your plans are. But I can promise you they are nothing compared to the plans that God has for your life. I want to live a purposeful, meaningful life. And yes, I suffer a lot of afflictions. It was one point in time where I felt like I deserved it because I was such a bad person. But the whole time is God had a plan. Amen. And I don't want my, my afflictions and pain to go to waste. What I want is my afflictions and pain to help someone else either going through theirs or preventing them from having to go through that. Amen. And we know that sometimes 
people just got to go through things. But I want to be a shoulder. I want a fellowship. I want to be here. Amen. So think about it that way. Get outside of yourself and think about others. Because like I said, if God just wanted to save you and thank you, then that's what he would have done. And you may look around at other spiritual individuals and think that they don't have to go through what you go through and they can't relate to your pain. And I get that. And we just talked about that, right? That's exactly why we suffer in perseverance and we gain endurance going through these things so that we can relate. Amen. So you never know what a person is going through because they've learned how to handle it. They're not wearing it on their shoulder or on their sleeves or on their Facebook posts all the time. Amen. But you may have to tap in and say, hey, you know, I need some help, brothers and sisters. And you may find someone that you least expect it because they wear it gracefully. Amen. Don't be deceived, brothers and sisters. We all go through stuff. It's just that some of us are using our tools in our toolbox. Therefore, it doesn't look the same. Amen. So remember that we all suffer afflictions at some point in life. The difference is how we handle them. Amen. So remember Jeremiah 29, 11. That is God's plans for your life. He said, for I know the plans that I have for you that are to prosper you and not to harm you. Amen. It says God's plans, right? So maybe your plan was totally different, but I trust in God. I, I've, I've did my plans for about 30 plus years of my life and they took me right? Ever since I've been living in God's plans, which mind you, I plan to do a podcast. I didn't plan to be working in a domestic abuse shelter with women. I did not plan to be a part of the ministry in my church. Amen. The only thing I ever asked God for since I've been saved was a husband and God said, Use me the way that you want to use me, Lord. And everything lined up, amen? And I'm going to tell you, I love it here, amen? I don't love the things of this world. I love God and the place that he put me in to help others because my heart wants what God wants most of the time. I'm still a human being, amen? And God is still working on me. So I won't sit here and see, make it seem like I have it all figured out and I'm perfect. But I'm letting you know that when I made plans, my plans didn't get me nowhere. But now that I'm in the will of God and I'm taking on the plans that he has for my life, it is heaven on earth. Amen. And you can have that too. And your brother and sister can have that too. Because his plans is not for us to live in suffering. John 10, 10 says he wants us to live life and live life abundantly. Grab yours. Amen. Moving along. We cannot skip steps to our destiny, right? I explained to you about how I didn't have these plans, but what I'm doing is part of my destiny, amen? We cannot skip the steps. When we try to avoid the most uncomfortable and painful moments, we are avoiding the challenge to God and grow. I don't know about you, but I need to grow. I don't want to be the same Veronica that I was 10 years ago. I don't want that. How does that help my children? How does that help my ministry? How does that help me? If I'm still the same person that I was 10 years ago, afraid to um, face adversity, afraid to step into an uncomfortable room. Amen. That keeps us in our box. That keeps us shelled in. And God didn't do that. He, he, there's no limit on God. So there should be no limit on you. Amen. Take the limits off by trusting God. It, it, it's in these crucial moments that's where our 
passion is ignited. And you might say, how in the heck can I receive a passion from being molested? Well, maybe that ignites your passion to help other women from getting molested, amen, or to help heal other women that have been molested, amen. This is what I mean when I say it's where our passion is ignited, amen. This is where you decide, I'm angry about this. It's okay to be angry, but how do you fix it? you do something about it what's the sense of being angry just to be angry amen or what you're gonna beat somebody up well they'll just heal and go do it to somebody else but how do you start the internal healing process of the people who have been affected amen let your passion be ignited by your pain amen lessons are learned hey i'm not gonna do that no more amen and you can teach somebody else instead of judging them you can give them sound advice Hey, friend. Hey, hey, brother. Hey, sister. You know, I did the exact same thing, and I'm going to tell you how it went for me. Amen. So I'm going to suggest you pray to God and ask God to lead your steps. Not, if I were you, I wouldn't do that. And you, da, 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 da. Yeah, nobody's receiving that. I'm not. They're not either. Amen. We are supposed to correct each other in love. And God has given you the wisdom of the lesson to teach somebody else, but it's how you teach them. Amen. Moving along. Purpose is discovered in these crucible moments. How many of us have been living over here, over there? We don't know what we're doing. We don't know why we're living. We want to commit suicide because God, what are you using me for? But it's your pain that's making you want to commit suicide and where your purpose is at. Help me, Jesus. I've got so much more, y'all, but my recording device will only let me go for 30 minutes, so I'm gonna go. But understand that you go through, you go through these things God. Amen. And he's going to deliver you out of it. And you're going to come out stronger than ever. So Proverbs 2024, it says, a person's steps are directed by the Lord. How then can anyone understand their own way? Right. You can't. When you're like, God, I don't get it. Why you allow me to go through this? It wasn't for you to understand. It is for you to trust the Lord and go through it. Amen. That's just what it is. It's not for you to make sense of everything. You're putting your trust in God. Let him make sense of it. What you'll do is do what you're supposed to do and line up with his word. Get a relationship with him. Grow into him. And trust me, it will soon start to make sense. Like I used to, I share this with you all all the time. I used to wonder, Lord, why me? Why do I have to go through these things? But now where I'm at and the people I encounter, I am grateful. I cry tears of joy because I can actually minister to these people and mean it and know what I'm talking about instead of just going off of something that I read in a textbook. Amen. This is real life experience that I have. And sometimes experience is way more better than what you can read because you know the emotion that's behind it. Amen. You know the thoughts that people are thinking. You know the feelings that they are feeling. Amen. Jesus, help me. I want to give you an assignment because I, I really want to finish this. Read Matthew 26 through chapter 26 verses 36 through 44 i want you to take a note of jesus actions and his attitudes in this text this is when jesus knew he would have to go to the cross right and to sum it up the attitude that he had he didn't want to do it y'all he was afraid. He was scared. He wanted to not have to go, but because he loved God and he loved us, he was willing. Amen. If you read this text, he wasn't skipping to the cross. Amen. But he was willing to do it because it was his father's will. Let's read it. Right? I, I want to share more, but gotta go because I want to get it all out. So we should adopt the attitude of Jesus in that text. 
Be willing to do what it takes. Trust God and his will for our lives. Matthew 5.13 says, You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? Again, it's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. I didn't say that. That's what the Bible said. What are you good for? Amen. This is what the word is saying. I'm going to be the salt, seasoned salt. Slap your mama preferably because it got some good stuff in it. But whatever it is, right? We are the salt of the earth. But if we lose our flavor, what good are we? Amen. God took you through what he took you through to make you who you are. Don't let nobody make you feel bad for who you are. Don't let nobody shame you for the things that you went through. But instead, you rise up out the ashes. Amen. And say, yeah, I went through that and I'm stronger now. Amen. And not only that, I have God with me now. Amen. And I got him and that's all I need. Amen. So I just want to share this one last scripture and I'm going to let y'all go because y'all know I can go, right? It says here, Romans 8.18, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Amen? Keep that in your mind and let that go in your spirit. What we go through now has nothing compared to the plans God has for us, to his glory that's going to show through us. It's absolutely amazing, right? People are going to be like, where did she come from? Where did he come from? When did he start doing this? Huh? God going to grow you up so gracefully and so wonderfully. Amen. Let me pray for you guys. Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord, for giving me a word, Father God, to share with my brothers and sisters today, Lord. Lord, I just pray anyone who's feeling affliction, affliction, who's suffering for pain, God, that they are comforted by your word, Lord, that they see hope in your promises, Father God. Lord, I just pray that they continue to grow in wisdom and stature, Lord, and let no weapon formed against them prosper, God. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. I love y'all. And I'll be checking in with you guys next week. Stay tuned. This month is Black History Month. We're going to get some local heroes on here to talk about what God has done in their life and how ministry is helping them. So make sure you guys are sharing. Maybe the word isn't for you, but bless somebody else 